In today's Fat Girl podcast, we review liver toxicity secondary to azathioprine administration in dogs. Azathioprine is an immunosuppressive medication that has been gaining popularity in the veterinary community. It's a purine analog that can take up to six weeks to take effect, but it is often used as a treatment for immune-mediated hemolytic anemia, IMHA, immune-mediated thrombocytopenia, ITP, immune-mediated polyarthritis, IMPA, inflammatory bowel disease, and other immune-mediated conditions. Some practitioners express discomfort using azathioprine due to its potential for adverse effects, such as hepatotoxicity and bone marrow toxicity. But how worried should we really be? Wallace and all, out of University of Wisconsin, wanted to assess this in the study entitled Incidence, Timing, and Risk Factors of Azathioprine Hepatotoxicosis in Dogs. The authors wanted to characterize the observed incidence, timing, risk factors, and outcomes for hepatotoxicosis in dogs treated with azathioprine, as well as to evaluate the relationship between hepatotoxicosis and either neutropenia or thrombocytopenia. In this retrospective study, the investigators evaluated medical records from dogs that had been treated with azathioprine and that had follow-up data for at least two months after starting therapy. Data collected for each patient included signalment and weight, as well as indication for azathioprine therapy, baseline and follow-up CBC and liver enzymes, steroid use, clinical adverse effects, and azathioprine dosing information. Given that steroid usage could complicate interpretation of liver enzyme changes, the authors also included dogs that had a stable or lowered steroid dose during the observational period. Any dogs with new or escalated steroid use were excluded from the portion of the study evaluating hepatotoxicosis. So, what did the authors mean by hepatotoxicosis? In this study, they define hepatotoxicosis as a dog with previously normal liver enzymes developing a new increase in ALT levels over two times the upper limit of the reference range, and this occurring in the absence of the addition of other new medications. Any patient with inadequate medical records was excluded from the study. A total of 52 dogs met the inclusion criteria, with 34 dogs also meeting the criteria for liver enzyme evaluation. The most common indications for azathioprine use were inflammatory disease of the CNS, IMHA, and ITP, and the median starting dose prescribed for azathioprine was 1.9 mg per kg per day. So, what did the investigators find? Well, they found that 15% of dogs developed hepatotoxicity within the first two months of treatment, but the median time of development of hepatotoxicity was just 14 days. The liver enzyme changes were a mixed hepatocellular and cholestatic pattern in all dogs. Interestingly in people, azathioprine hepatotoxicity can present as solely hepatocellular, solely cholestatic, or mixed. Again, remember that the authors did not include dogs for evaluation of hepatotoxicity if they were on newly started or an escalating dose of steroids within three weeks of assessment. Of the five dogs with hepatotoxicity, only one showed clinical signs, which included anorexia and diarrhea. However, it is important to note this dog was being treated for protein-losing enteropathy. Fortunately, none of the five dogs became encephalopathic, jaundiced, or developed ascites. Studies in humans have also shown that the majority of those with azathioprine hepatotoxicity are asymptomatic. You may be wondering if there are any differences between those dogs that did or did not develop toxicity. The authors did not find a difference in the age of the dogs or in the dosage of azathioprine prescribed between groups. However, 
One interesting finding was that three out of the five dogs with hepatotoxicity were German Shepherds, compared to zero of those dogs without hepatotoxicity. Does this mean that we should not use acethiophrine in German Shepherd dogs? Does this breed metabolize the drug differently or have an increased susceptibility to toxicity? Unfortunately, the authors could not draw such conclusions based on this study alone, but it is certainly an area that warrants additional investigation. The azathioprine dosage was reduced in three dogs with hepatotoxicity, and the drug was discontinued completely in the other two dogs. Of those that had a recheck of liver enzymes after making these changes, the values were reduced or stable. So what about the bone marrow? There were 48 dogs that had a CBC performed both before and after starting therapy. Of these, 8% developed either neutropenia, thrombocytopenia, or both. Unfortunately, since so many dogs in this population had other disease processes that could cause anemia, the authors elected to not attempt to evaluate anemia secondary to azathioprine. That said, of those dogs with other cytopenias, there were none that were also anemic. The median time at which bone marrow toxicity was observed was 53 days. If you recall, the mean onset of hepatotoxicity was only 14 days. In other words, when using azathioprine, monitoring of liver values may be most important over the first few weeks, but don't forget to continue monitoring CBCs over the first few months. In this population, none of the patients that had hepatotoxicity also had bone marrow suppression. This is consistent in studies in humans that suggest different metabolites are responsible for the two types of toxicities, which could be similar in dogs. As always, though, we would need additional studies to determine if this is also true in dogs. Also, just a friendly reminder that azathioprine should not be used in cats, as differences in their metabolism cause an increased susceptibility to bone marrow toxicity. An important limitation of the study is that it was retrospective, and therefore the laboratory data was not collected at standardized time points. That makes interpreting the true moment in time for the onset of hepatotoxicity or bone marrow toxicity challenging. Other limitations that the authors discussed include the small number of affected dogs, the lack of complete diagnostic workup on all dogs with elevated liver enzymes to rule out other causes aside from drug toxicity, and the concurrent use of steroid therapy in many patients. So, what do we take away from this Vectoral podcast? If you're using azathioprine in your practice, monitoring liver enzymes during the first one to four weeks of treatment and monitoring CBCs during the first two to four months should be considered a minimum. Liver toxicity appears to occur earlier than bone marrow toxicity, and do not be fooled since many dogs are asymptomatic. There was an interesting overrepresentation of German Shepherd dogs that developed hepatotoxicity in this population, so hopefully we will see some additional studies investigating this finding. No dogs developed both liver and bone marrow toxicity, so perhaps these involve different risk factors. In short, azathioprine is considered an effective treatment for dogs with a variety of conditions, but remember that it is not without side effects, so careful monitoring is essential. 